You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Touch throw by Darnold. Darnold trying to extend his drive. Throws off his big foot off balance and he somehow finds Crowder. Here's a chance to fuck it. And pick up Mosey. Now take it in. It's a pick six. Throw over the middle. Caught. Minnows. Touchdown. Here's a pass to Perlman who catches it for his third touchdown play of the game. Welcome into another episode of the Back Row Jet Show. I am Tom Tuttle, the host of the show. Um, and then first thing I want to say is I am uh, uh, sorry and I'm apologizing that I did not do a episode of the Back Row Jets show last week where the Jets lost to the Denver Broncos. Uh, obviously, you weren't missing anything. It's not like we were you know, going to win that game because we are a terrible team. And uh, we played a team that was absolutely terrible in the Denver Broncos, and we still couldn't beat them. So does that make us the worst team in football? Probably, maybe the New York Giants aren't any good either. So there's a there's a chance we're not worse than them. But uh, yeah, we're pretty bad. And let's see if we can turn it around for the um, Arizona Cardinals, which you know, obviously we didn't. And you're going to hear a lot about that because that's what I'm doing this week for this episode. I'm just going to go through the entire offensive possessions for the New York Jets. And I'm going to show you just how bad these play calling and these games are being coached by not just Adam Gase, but the entire coaching staff. So I'll, I'll prove this to you by by just going through each one of the possessions for the New York Jets. First possession, and this is this is what I'm doing for the whole week. I'm not, I'm not doing any segments or anything like that. It's just all going to be going through the possessions. I just want to prove this to you that it's not the Jets as a team. It's the Jets as a coaching staff that's really having issues for me um, getting the Jets to any type of position to win a game. So, first possession, uh, we had a three and out. We had a fourth and one, and then we punted. Now, we caught the uh, uh, Crowder caught a pass um, short of the first down, uh, so it didn't do anything good. I mean, that's a Flacco issue. That's a Crowder issue. That's also a coaching issue where we have that route that is going short or right on the mark for the first down. That is a problem. Um, so that's first. That's the first we did. I'm sorry. We had one pass attempt that was further than five yards on that drive, but it was a bad pass by Flacco, and it was really bad. It was way behind Smith at that point. Our second possession, we had a three and out again, and we had another fourth and one. This time we had a dropped pass by Smith, and we had zero pass attempts further than five yards down the field. Our third possession, Le'Veon Bell ra- uh, ran a first ran a, for a first down, which was good, and then he had another good run for a for, to get a to get a first down, and then we had a uh, on first down with another run by Bell, no gain. Second down, another run by Bell. Gain of three. On third down, incomplete pass for seven yards down the field to the sticks to Crowder. We had to. Otherwise, there's no point in even trying. You're going to run the ball again for seven yards. You're not going to get it. So we ran the ball for seven or for, for, and it wasn't seven straight plays. We ran the ball a lot that entire drive. And then we had a pass down the field for seven yards right to the sticks to Crowder, and it was incomplete. 
Of course, we're not going to get the first down if that's our game plan. Whatever. That's what we did the first or the third possession. So, so far, we have no points. Okay? Doing almost nothing on offense. On the fourth possession, it might have looked like a good drive to some. But let me tell you why it wasn't a good drive. We had no passes more than five yards down the field. The, the, uh, the 10-yard pass that was complete to Crowder was not a 10-yard pass down the field. It was only five yards down the field, and then Crowder ran the ball to the sticks. And then uh, the Jets the the Jets uh, ran the ball a lot on this drive, and we had uh, and we ran the ball pretty decently. I'm not going to say it was a bad display of running the ball; it was pretty decent. But we also had two defensive penalties that helped us a lot. Um, and then we had a third and one in the red zone, and we handed off to Wesco, Trey Wesco, for no gain. He got absolutely nowhere. So it's third and one, and now we have fourth and one. So we go for it on fourth and one, which I'm not completely opposed to, but I would like to get, uh, you know, a possibility of maybe something, uh, maybe a point or so to get us into the game. It's seven to nothing at this point. It would be seven to three if we got the field goal, but we, we go for it on fourth down. I'm not opposed to completely. We go straight up the middle with Le'Veon Bell. I'm kind of opposed to that a little bit. That's a, that's a, that's a coaching decision. That's a coaching decision to go straight up the, the middle with Le'Veon Bell. Not saying we don't make that. I mean, there's a possibility we make that. But there's, that's, it's just a very typical play. And everybody knows that that is the first thing you're going to draw up, a straight up the middle run with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, so we didn't make it, and we didn't score. Uh, on our fifth possession, we, we start the drive at the 10-yard line. The 10-yard line. So we have 10 yards to go to get a touchdown um, because we had an interception. And that's, that's fine and Danny. The defense wasn't great. The defense had its moments. The defense was okay. I'm not, I'm not talking about the defense this episode. It's very limited defense talk this episode. Regardless of how good or bad they did, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm focusing on what we did in the offense. But anyway, we had the ball at the 10-yard line to start the drive. And, of course, we're not prepared. We're not prepared, and we have a delay of game penalty before we even get the first snap. And so that's, uh, that's not good, <laughs> to say the least. We go back five yards, and now it's a first and 15 to goal. It's first and goal at the 15-yard line. And we have a, a, uh, a run by Bell for a gain of seven. And then we have, uh, on second down, a short bad throw, incomplete pass. And then on third down, a pass to the end zone. Of course, we had to throw it to the end zone because uh, otherwise it's fourth down and we're kicking a field goal no matter what so that was that was a pass that was more than five yards down the field but it was incomplete and it wasn't a great throw it wasn't a great decision it wasn't even a great play call for for all that to say so we ended up uh kicking a field goal so now we have three points could have had six if we kicked the field goal before and it would have been seven to six the game's a little bit different if you go seven to six rather than seven to three anyway in our sixth possession of the game now it's two-minute time, two-minute drill time, all right? And um, right before the half, um, Herndon, there was a pass to Herndon for five yards, but it was uh, no further than five yards down the field. It was longer than five yards, but it wasn't a, uh, it was a five-yard pass, and Herndon made it into a little more. Uh, and then there was a holding penalty on Le'Veon Bell, which put us back a little further, and then Flacco was sacked, and that was third and 20 now with another pass uh less than five yards down the field which didn't go anywhere really and a punt 
Okay, so that's that's everything before the half. Everything before the half for the offense. Now we come out into the second half with our seventh possession of the game. Third and one. We uh, ran the bell, ran the ball, and uh, didn't pick it up. So now another three and out immediately. That's our first possession coming out of half. Um, and at this point, we're uh, we're in the game, and we are one in eight. We're one in eight on third down. That is a big problem. That is a big problem with play calls. If you're one and eight on third down, that means you're not calling the right plays. These guys are professionals. They can pick up. They can pick up first downs. They're not going to go one and eight every single time if these guys. If these guys aren't any good, you're going to pick some of these up. But it is, this is a problem with the play calls. All right, so let's go to the eighth possession. I know you're getting sick of just hearing all this garbage. But on the eighth possession, our first pass on the possession was a 10-yard uh, throw down the field, which was incomplete. But they threw it for 10 yards down the field. I liked seeing it. It's something different, something that was actually uh, looking like an attempt to be good. And then Flacco goes deep, really deep down the field for a change um, to Crowder, and it works. And then we had another 10-yard pass to Herndon, but it was dropped by Herndon, which is a side note. Herndon's not very good right now. I don't particularly like Herndon on the New York Jets anymore. I kind of want something else at the tight end position. He's choking. He's choking, he's dropping balls. And then Bell gets six yards on second down. And then third and four, Flacco scrambles for a first down. Not bad so far. This is actually okay because why? We are actually going deep down the field. And then Flacco throws a 10-yard pass to Crowder for a touchdown. So this is what's happening. When you throw 10-yard passes or further down the field, you have an a successful drive. Why? Because Passes longer than five yards keeps the defense accountable. If we're, all we're doing is a five-yard pass, five-yard pass, five-yard pass, and once in a while we throw a 10-yard pass, it's never going to work. Never going to work, and that is the problem with the coaching. Um, so that's that one. We had a touchdown. It was a good drive, and finally, a good drive, right? I mean, how many times do we have a, a drive that just ends up in a punt or interception or uh, – Whatever. You know, it's just it's just terrible to watch. And now let's go to the ninth possession for the New York Jets. We had a long pass attempt on the first play. I like seeing that. Didn't work. It was incomplete. Um, and then we had a screen pass to Crowder for a gain of nine. I liked that play. I thought that was fine. Adam Gase uh, challenged that play, that gain of nine play, because he thought it was a first down. And clearly, I don't know why he challenged this, because Crowder clearly stepped out of bounds before the first down marker. That was a complete waste of a timeout for Adam Gase. A terrible play to to pick a challenge on. I don't know why he would do that. It's pretty obvious. The people upstairs got to be telling him, hey, uh, it looks like maybe we could challenge this. What are they thinking? I don't understand. It was a terrible call. I hated it. What Adam Gase was, you know, challenging this play. And then it's third and one, of course. And Gore goes up the middle and he gets the first down, barely. Uh, and that's fine. That, the problem is that it's, it's so predictable. Every time we're third and one, we go up the middle with a run play. Come on. What, well, that's the most predictable play for a defense to, to pick. It's so flipping predictable. It's terrible. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Um, this drive continues. We have a defensive penalty, which gives us a first down. Uh, and then we had a, a reverse to Berrios, which I actually really liked that play. I thought that was a good play design. I thought it was a good play call. 
That's one on Adam Gase I'll give him. Uh, that was a first down. So now we have a pitch to Smith. Okay, and this is where it gets bad. I See, this is where Adam Gase gives me some kind of glimmer of hope that he's actually doing something I like. And then he does something just ridiculously stupid. Okay, let's listen to this. We did a reverse to Berrios, and it worked. And then he decides to throw more trickery out there, like the, the defense isn't going to be prepared for this. So what we do is we have a little pitch to Smith, and then he tries to throw the ball. <laughs> come on. It's not Jarvis Landry. I know Smith was a uh, quarterback in college, but come on. We can't just completely do trickery every single time. and It's not going to work every time. We just did a reverse, and now we're doing this trickery stuff where we're having Smith throw the ball. Come on. And he gets, he gets tackled for a big loss. And now it's second and 26, and we hand the ball off to Gore. We hand it off on second and 26. What? He loses a yard on the play, and now it's third and 27. What is happening? On second and twenty-six, we're down in the third or late in the third quarter, and we're in the fourth quarter, whatever. I don't even know what quarter it is anymore at this point. It's gotta be the fourth quarter at this point. And we're down and we need twenty-six yards. We're gonna hand the ball off to Frank Gore. We could still have a chance to win this game if we, everything went right. Obviously, Gase doesn't want anything to go right. So he just hands the ball off to Gore on on uh, second and 26, and expects us to get 26 yards or even half of that? Come on, man. Such bogus play calling. Terrible play calling. Horrible. Well, anyway, it's third and 27 now, and Flacco rolls out and throws the ball away. He throws the ball away. That's a Flacco problem. That's not a Gase problem. That's a Flacco problem. Gase probably called a play for us to pick up a third and, and 27, which has already put us into a position where Flacco has to make something happen. But then Flacco throws the ball away on third and 27. Come on, man. Just throw it somewhere and hope for something. There's got to be some sliver of chance that somebody's open. I know our receivers aren't great, and they're probably not getting open. Crowder's our best receiver on the field by far. Hogan is okay. Everybody else is just very, very, very mediocre, if, if that. It could be worse than that. They could be less than mediocre. They could be below average guys. But anyway, he throws the ball away, and now it's fourth down, and we punt the ball. So we get absolutely garbage on that series of plays, and that is where I stopped watching. I absolutely stopped watching the Jets' offense because we were losing by a ton. By a ton. A lot. And it wasn't even close. So I, I just decided I'm not going to watch anymore. The defense wasn't good. It wasn't good enough. Uh, I, I thought it w there was moments for the defense, like I said earlier, but there's a lot of little things about the defense that's still soft. We're still not making plays, things that need to be changed. Uh, and that's honestly, that's it for this episode of the Back Row Jet Show. I know there's still five minutes left until 20 minutes, but it's just not worth it for me to keep going onto this, onto this rant with the New York Jets because – there's just there's no there's no reason to. The Jets offense needs to make a change and that change is Adam Gase. He is not an offensive guru like like the people are <laughs> whoever it was that said, "Oh yeah, he's an offensive guru." He's not. He's not he's not a genius. He knows nothing about offense. He's very little offensive minded kind of guy because he's just bad at play calls. We need something else to get in there and take over for this offense, for the defense as well. 
Nothing's looking good. I just went through every single drive up until I start, stopped watching, and only one of those drives looked good, and that was because we threw the ball more than 10 yards down the field on a consistent basis. I'm not saying five-yard passes are bad. I'm just saying when we do five-yard passes over and over and over and over again, it never, it's not going to work. The defense is going to stalk them out every single time, every time. So that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done with Adam Gase and these types of play calls. It makes me sick. And I'm just I'm done with this episode of the Back Row Jet Show too. <laughs> so anyway, if you're still listening to the Back Row Jet Show, I don't know why you're listening to any Jets podcast at this point. I mean, we're we're so bad. You should already figure it out. It's pretty easy to figure out how bad we are. But if you're still listening to this episode, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, and again, if you are interested in, in any other fo- football team uh, in the NFL, you can listen to a lot of other back row shows. We got the back row Dolphins, which, you know, obviously I'm not a Dolphins fan, but th- that's a good show. You got the back row Raiders. Uh, that's a really good show as well. And I think the back row Eagles are still going. Uh, I know that Johnny Jr. is doing the back row Eagles show, but I'm not sure he's done one in the last couple weeks. He's been really busy as well. And obviously the Eagles haven't been great either. So, uh, go go give all them things a check out. We got a ton of shows for the Back Row Network. Uh, don't forget if you're into fantasy football, check out Fantasy Fuel, which is another show that I do with John Eddie Jr., who does the Back Row Eagle show as well. Um, and if there's a, there's another fantasy show out there called the Back Row Fantasy Show, you can check that out. Uh, and uh, you know, give all all of us a little rating. It really does help us out. All right, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>